Good morning, everyone. It is October 9th, release day for the Arrows of the Heart. Pretty exciting, huh? I'm probably tired. <laughs> I probably sound more tired than excited. At this point, um, I'm talking later and I've realized I need to. There we go disengage Sparky from going on his spree. Sparky is my Roomba. Best thing I ever bought. I love Sparky. But I've been set off to go off at uh, set to go off at 10 a.m. every morning and it is cold out. So it would be distracting having Sparky zipping around doing his thing. Overall it's not really loud. You would maybe not even notice it, but I would find it distracting. Um, it's later today. It is 10 in the morning and that's because I was doing a bunch of release day thingies early and am now just now getting to my coffee, which seems like a tragedy, but um, often that's the way it goes, right? Um, especially with me being on mountain time, I often feel a little bit behind uh, the curve. Everybody else has been up for a while, so I need to make sure that... Uh, Things had uploaded and then reply to people. People have been posting such nice things. And um, particular thank you and shout out to Marta Cox and Bambi Unbridled, who already put their reviews on Amazon. Really nice reviews, too. That's a bonus. But uh, it helps to get those Amazon reviews up there early. So I, I really appreciate that. They're just Johnny on the spot. And I spent a lot of yesterday getting things uploaded. Uh, David was out most of the day, so I had to do my own damn uploading. He's been doing a lot of it for me lately. Um, so it was good for me to do that myself. I hadn't done it myself in a while. And, you know, really it just requires that I um, take a day off of, of writing. And that's what I've done um, well, actually, the last few days, right? But I think I mentioned this yesterday. More and more, I'm thinking that that's something I just need to do uh, when I'm getting, especially when I'm self-publishing a book, when I'm getting it out, I just need to focus on that. And it really doesn't help to... Uh, I just don't have anything in me to write anything else. Mm. Oh, there's my first sip. All right. Well, we can sit down a moment here in the living room. Let's see. I don't know if it's that cold out. Well, it's 44 out, and it feels cold because we're not used to it. The cats are acting all chilly, not even wanting to go out. And I mentioned that I turned the heat on. Uh, it's also damp. I think we're getting some of that, uh, the next hurricane air coming up. It makes for a, a chill in the bones. We're also very overcast, which we were a lot of yesterday and are again today. And we just almost never get that. I think um, Santa Fe gets something like 320 days of sunshine, something like that. So we've got our, our fog and our clouds streaming over and um, and got pretty cool last night. I'm going to have to bring the plants in. I thought I was going to have to bring them in today, 
but it looks like it won't freeze tonight. But it's going to get really cold next week. They're showing like a low of 24 Fahrenheit. I'm talking Fahrenheit for those of you who live in places where they use Celsius like uh, reasonable people might. So, yeah, it's going to get down to, to 24, so I have to bring in all of my... I put my um, potted plants out on the patios for the summer so that they can glory in the sunshine. My bougainvillea didn't do as well this year. I'm not sure why. Normally when I bring it in, it's just fully leafed, and this year it's looking like not so much. I think um, it's right next to a big butterfly bush, and I think the butterfly bush was bigger this year and really kept it in the shade. I'm going to have to rethink that for next summer. So you could tell I'm mostly thinking about householdy type things, getting normal stuff done, uh, getting stuff ready for the ooh, winter. Birdie just hit the window. They're all really swirling around this morning. I think it's all right, though. It didn't hit very hard. They just get all excited this time of year and really hit the windows much more often. It's really kind of funny. So I'm not sure if I'm going to try to write again today. I, I'm still okay on timing for Harlan and Ursula's story. And I think, um, I don't know, I could try, but I'm not sure I've got anything for it right now. I'm really thinking, I know I've been saying this forever, but the wife is only going to be at the Violet Crown for a couple more days. And there's a 120 matinee, and I'm just thinking maybe I'm going to go play hooky and do that. That seems like a good book release reward, doesn't it? Yeah, I think so. Book release days are funny because it feels like like you should still be doing something. And and people, you know, congratulate you, which is great, but then they also say stuff, you know, like, "Well, how is how is book release day going? How are you doing?" And it's like, "Well, everything's done." You know, except for like putting up uh, thank yous and sharing various posts and that sort of thing. But that's that's an ongoing effort, something that you do uh, for an extended period of time. And in a lot of ways, with other people putting up stuff on release day, I don't want to overdo it because then it just floods things. Um, yeah, it's... Um, I don't know. It's, uh, you know, some people go with the whole flooding technique, and and I don't. I th- I think it's it's a balance. You don't want people to get sick of seeing about your book. Yeah. So I did several guest posts yesterday too, and got those written, and so those will be out and about and in the world. So I think I may just reply to some social media and then. Go see a movie. I think that sounds like a great plan. I'm, I'm enamored of this plan. Um, I've also been working on a lot of mentoring lately. For some reason, I kind of got flooded with mentoring. Uh, for those of you who are uh, committed listeners, you might remember that I was trying to decide between my Lyra, the writer, winners, and I did settle on the winner, which has been publicly posted, so that's uh, no surprise there. Chris Westcott uh, with her story, um, <laughs> Spacer's Third Law. 
I wanted to say slavers. <laughs> uh, Spacer's Third Law, uh, a science fiction romance. It's very good. Very good. Obviously, and I chose it as the winner of the paranormal category. So now I will mentor her for the next month to uh, tweak the manuscript and see if we can't get her to be the overall winner of the contest, the writer. Uh, so I talked to her on the phone last night, got that done. And then because I liked the other two stories so much, I offered to talk with those two writers too and just give them some feedback. That's not a part of the contest, but I really wanted to do that. So I'm talking to one of them today and one Thursday. And then with Science Fiction and Fantasy Writers of America, SAFWA, uh, we're starting up a mentoring program. And there were so many more people requesting mentorship, the mentees, which I think is a, a weird word. I'm still not convinced that's a real word, mentee. Uh, but there were so many more mentees than mentors that they asked if we'd be willing to mentor more than one person. And so I agreed to mentor too. So I've gotten my assignments for those two people. And we need to, I'm talking with one tomorrow. Um, and that'll just be our initial talks. And then, of course, that will be an, an ongoing um, six-month process. So it's just kind of funny that I ended up with, like, so much mentoring at once. Life's like that, though, right? It sort of waxes and wanes, and you do certain things at su certain times. Yeah. It's amazing to think that um, with Arrows of the Heart being out today, that the previous book, The Shift of the Tide, um, came out more than a year ago. I know you guys are all like, yes, Jeffy, we know, because you've been impatiently waiting. But wow, you know, that came out last August, a year ago, August. So that was a long stretch, and um, it's just been a busy year. I know I keep talking about ways in which I am looking to uh, be aware of what I need to do to refill the well and so forth and be aware of what takes energy. Um, understanding that release day or in that the few days of ramp up to release day take a lot of energy is something that I've had to face um, because it makes no sense to me at all. I don't understand, you know, the book is written, things are done, <clears throat> you know, it's like responding to social media doesn't take that much effort. So why is it so tiring? Um, and I think it's got to be a, it's a non-physical thing. It's um, part of me that's out in the world. And uh, the story is, t takes a piece of me with it when it goes. And I know that's probably a strange thing to say, but that is always how it feels. And I just have to have a little bit of downtime to sort of maybe reconfigure who I am without that story being a part of me anymore. I can tell you that there's going to be some exciting news. Uh, the Seasons of Sorcery cover will be revealed on Thursday, the 11th. So you all should, will get to see that. That should be really exciting. It's pretty. Well, of course it's pretty. What am I going to say? Oh, it's not like, no, but it is. It's really cool. Uh, the website isn't quite ready to go, but soon it will be. And then I will have opportunities to buy 
<clears throat> Evergreen suggested in the comments. I always appreciate you commenting, Evergreen, and I know I owe you some replies. Um, that I ha offer print signed books to the website as well. And I'm going to do that. I'm also going to offer some swag. I want to do like some wallpapers of the arrows of the heart and um, some various other things. Corrine had a card made for herself to treat herself of the cover. So I think that's really lovely too. Um, so we'll have all of those things up and going. Let's see, what else can I tell you all? Yeah, I'm just for some reason kind of um, not a lot to say. I know something I was going to mention, which is probably apropos of very little, but we watched America's Sweethearts the other night. Um, it's an older movie. I don't remember what year it is offhand. But with Billy Crystal and John Cusack and Sandra Bullock and Catherine Zeta-Jones and Hank Azaria, Really great, ca oh, and uh, Stanley Tucci. Really great script, great actors, should be a fantastic movie. It should be a fantastic romance. Um, if you haven't seen it, uh, Catherine Zeta-Jones is a big movie star, and so is John Cusack, and they have been sort of, they're, they're America's sweethearts. They've been married, and they did the, you know, all of these romantic movies together. And then Catherine took off with Hank Azaria and broke John Cusack's heart. And Sandra Bullock, I'm, I'm, yeah, it is Sandra Bullock, isn't it? Yes. I'm, I'm sorry, I just stop a moment. and No! <laughs> okay, thank you for correcting me if you did. It's Julia Roberts. Apparently Sandra Bullock was going to take uh, Catherine Zeta-Jones role and then Julia Roberts was going to be the younger sister um, but now it's Catherine Zeta-Jones is the movie star and Julia Roberts is the younger sister and so the younger sister is like it, it's that it's kind of a tired trope and yet I still like it where the younger sister has lost 60 pounds and I'm glad they made it like 60 pounds instead of 20 movies do that a lot oh she lost 20 pounds and all of a sudden she's miraculously thin um she's lost 60 pounds and people are noticing that she looks great and it turns out that she's been secretly in love with john cusack all this time and so i mean we know how this love triangle works out i don't think i'm spoiling anything that uh you know she uh, ends up with John Cusack in the end. You know, he sees her true beauty and all of this. And it's a trope I freaking love. I, I eat that one up all the time. And this movie doesn't work. Uh, and I would love if you guys have seen it and agree. Or maybe even if you disagree. But I don't think it did very well. Uh, certainly not considered one of the great romances, which it should be. I, I would love to know what you think. I think it's because nobody had any chemistry. I don't think they cared about this movie. Um... John and Catherine have no fire when they're fighting with each other. I don't really believe in Kiki and John's love affair. I don't know if they were all just like pissed off about doing the movie or if the direction was bad or what. But, you know, Billy Crystal's in it and he wrote the script. It should be great. And it just, blech. it's one of those movies that aggravates me because it could have been such a great movie. But so it goes. 
Speaking of spoilers, uh, somebody mentioned in my private Facebook group in Jeffy's Closet that uh, the blurb, the back cover copy for Warrior of the World, the third Chronicles of Desneria book, is a lot like the copy for the second book for Exile of the Seas. And she felt it was also kind of, the third book kind of spoiled the second book. And, you know, I thought I wanted to say something about that because, first of all, those books are with Rebel Base, and when you do it with a publisher, you can't control the back cover copy. They they do it. They don't care what you think. They, they set it up for marketing. Um, it's sometimes an effort to keep the back cover copy from spoiling that book. Because sometimes they give away a plot twist in the in that, um, which is sometimes they. I I have pointed that out. I know at least once. I don't remember what book it was, but I said this really spoilers a big twist in the book, and they said, "Yeah, you know, you're right," and they fixed it. But having a sequel refer to books in the refer to events in the previous book and spoiler those you know there's there's only so much there you can do i mean you can't <laughs> yeah it, it's it's just nearly impossible um and well that's all, that's all i'm gonna say it's nearly impossible you can't say what is a, a book is about if it's founded on events in the previous book without saying something about those events it's yeah, it just doesn't work out. As you know, the whole spoilering thing is is interesting, you know, and it's come about with the advent of the internet in many ways where, you know, people are watching something and, you know, like simultaneously tweeting about a show or, you know, revealing plot twists. Um I don't recall it would be interesting to see maybe we could get XKCD to do a a graph of the usage of spoiler alert. Um, you know, it, I don't remember it being a thing before a certain time period ago. I want to say like 10 years ago, maybe, that that was when people really started to say things like, no spoilers, don't give me spoilers, um, I'm going to give you a spoiler, all of that. It would be interesting to see when the usage picked up. I'm going to suggest that to XKCD. We'll see if they listen. If he listens, <laughs> that would be great. Um, but anyway, I, I've read some interesting things about it. I read a study where it found that uh, that some people actually enjoy something more if they know how it's going to end. I don't think I'm that person. There are certainly the people who read, and I think this is extraordinary, but I know people like this, and they're monsters, but they read the end of the book first because they want to know how it ends. And so that they are relieved of that tension. Uh, but I think it's, you know, people talk about, okay, the movie's been out for six months now. You can't yell at me for giving you a spoiler because you haven't gotten around to seeing it yet. You know, it's sort of like, what is the statute of, li statute of limitations on spoilers? Um, you know, certainly there is... A temptation, maybe not a temptation, what's the word? Uh, a desire. There, there's something wonderful about experiencing 
a book or a movie or something else with absolutely no preconceived notions. Um, that was certainly true for me of a couple of movies. I used to go to this um, film series where you could buy, uh, that was back in Laramie, where you could just buy tickets for the season and you would just go. And I would you know, go every Tuesday night and I would not know what the movie was going to be out about you know, nine times out of ten. Every once in a while it would be something I'd heard of, but most of the times I didn't know what it was. And that was there is a purity to that, experiencing something with no preconceived notions. But you have to work really hard to protect yourself from stuff. And yeah, I mean, I'm sorry if like the book three, BCC, spoils what happens in the second book. But, you know, then don't go read it, I guess, if, if you don't want that. I've, there's not much we can do about it. So anyway, thank you all for being here to share my first cup of coffee and not whiskey for um, my release day. Tempting though that might be. And uh, thank you all for supporting Arrows of the Heart. I appreciate that. Uh, it makes me happy to see the sales. Um, pay for those mortgages and groceries. Always helpful. Hope you all have a wonderful day. And I will talk to you tomorrow. Bye-bye.